Party time, mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show, the mothership that is 22. We are coming at you live on a Monday. We're not really live. We're not really live. I just like saying that, though, because people think we are live. Yeah. Like, they think that I'm fake. If I'm watching on YouTube and I start commenting on the comments, they think that that it's like a fake mm-hmm. person. Right. So that's, if you ever get on YouTube and you're watching the show, if you guys have ever done that, that people will refer to, oh, it's the fake Chad Prather. And they just have no idea. They just have no idea. Today on the program, we're going to get into headlines. Of course, we're going to talk about Kobe Bryant uh, and some of the issues surrounding that. We're going to talk about Ilan Omar. Did she marry her brother? The FBI is looking into that. And, of course, the, uh, the virus that is taking the world by storm. And a few other things about Donald Trump and his spiritual advisor. And who, else, who knows what else we're going to get into. Hot news, Natalie in the hot seat. Party foul Steve at the pub wearing the Fusick shirt. I, I just had a conference call this morning, TJ McInnes and my buddy Craig Miller, who looks just like Luke Bryan. They've literally shut the blocks down before when he's gone into a bar because they thought Luke Bryan was in the house. Does he sound like Luke Bryan? No. <laughs> No. I bet he played that to his advantage. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Luke yeah. Bryan sounds like Kermit the Frog to me he does. when he sings. <laughs> he does. Luke's a great guy, but he, he just sounds like... A little bit. We were, we were the other day, we were in Virginia. We were in Virginia, we were eating breakfast, and they were playing a Luke Bryan song when we came in. And I said, does this guy have like a thousand songs on the radio? Because they all sound the same to mm-hmm. me. Like, bow, and it, it, I'm going to get my truck out and going down, do them up, up, you know, the po, po. <laughs> we heard three Luke Bryan it's songs so, while yeah. so we were reading within, with They played two more songs, and then they played another Luke Bryan song, and it was, I'm going to bounce on down, down. <laughs> He's a big deal, but his voice is very. He's a big deal. It's, it's not a rich. Girl, I know you don't know me, but you're pretty <laughs> little ugly bare feet. <laughs> I've always thought that, but it is. Yeah. They are catchy tunes. I do sing along well, with them. Well, when you get the same beat going, it's just it's the same with all of it. But Once I also you get sing those, along with the Muppets. <laughs> you you go. I mean, it's like it's an earworm. It's in yes. your head. Mm. He's making right? millions. So yeah, he, he, he don't care. He don't care. And I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> Heck yeah! And he's a good dude. He is a good dude. He's a good dude. He's a great guy. Yeah, great guy. He has no ass. Little known trivia fact. Luke Bryan doesn't have a butt. That's okay. why he has to wear those tight spandex pants, <laughs> jeans, and glossy glitter Well, he jeans. can have some of mine. Because if he wore regular blue jeans like we do, it'd look like Steve with just a back and a crack. Oh. I don't worry about it. Yeah, just, I know I you don't, don't but you're not on stage there. in front of tens of thousands of people either. I don't ever look back there. So yeah. I just... He should get those injections, like... The butt injections, yeah. the cement put in there? Yeah. I saw a girl nah. at the airport. I swear she had to have butt implants. For sure. It's a thing. Just, just seems painful to me. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of a dude in Fort Worth that'll do it for like a hundred bucks. It's both it's, cheeks. Because it, if you get a bad a bad injection, it's yeah. like a bag of knots in your butt. Okay. This girl had hers done right. Speaking of a bag she of did. knots, yeah. the puppet master Mark is sitting over there driving <laughs> this mothership, and of course, Candace the Queen. Oh my goodness. I hope everybody had a good weekend. It ended in tragedy, as we know, mm-hmm. uh, with the Death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven others uh, in Calabasas, California. They were on their way to Thousand Oaks to his uh, Mamba Basketball Academy. His daughter, of course, basketball player, 13 years old, Gianna, and uh, her friend and parents, and then uh, the coach of their team, and then another player and her mother were on the thing, as well as the pilot. Apparently fog and weather were at play. And 
everybody's talked about it. Everybody's heard about it. Here's what I want to talk about with this thing. And and we we are not. People think we're a political podcast. We're really not a political podcast. We talk about politics, but we talk mm-hmm. about how it applies to culture. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a podcast about culture, really, when you think about it, and how human behavior is, human nature is. And if you really break down the way we look at things, it ultimately comes back to that. So let's talk about human nature. Everybody, I was at the movie yesterday watching the new The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey. I want to see that. It's excellent. Great movie. I enjoyed it. Um, the uh, I'm watching that. I stepped out to run to the restroom and got a few messages. Allison said, "Don't get on a helicopter anytime." You know, she said because that's my thing. That's like my personal philosophy. Mm-hmm. I don't get on helicopters. I had uh, someone last year, year before, who was wanting to fly me into this thing, make some big grand entrance to an event, and I was like, "I don't. I'll be driving. I don't." <laughs> Get on helicopters. I've been on helicopters, mm-hmm. but they fly in spite of themselves. I just don't believe in them. You know, I, just a bowling ball with rotors. Your husband's a helicopter pilot. I'm sure right. he would disagree with me, but I just don't. I don't like them. Yeah. I think you. I think your odds of of an accident increase. I think the stat is thirty percent in a helicopter versus other means of flight. Well, and I feel that way about motorcycles. I'm yeah. just ugh. Gosh. Then why take a chance? Yeah. I mean, but if you wreck. I'm going to argue a little bit. There's like right now in the air there, over the United States, there's probably 7,000 airplanes. Very true. At any given time. Yeah. We don't have a lot of accidents. Same with helicopters. There's, I, I know they're yeah. probably the ratio to a number of crashes is higher, but I mean, still yeah. low chance of you. It may be an irrational fear, but it's still, if it, it's maybe there. So. Maybe yeah. so. And I, I you know, it. I, look, if, if it's your time to go, you could be in a car or anything. I mean, it's, uh, I think you only got a, certain number of days on this earth true but i don't want to go as a skid mark from flying off of a motorcycle myself yeah yeah and there's a reason i don't i don't do motorcycles i used to ride motorcycles i did too same thing almost got killed twice you know my kids a few years ago said i said if you love me i watched two people get killed in one week and i told my kids i said if you love me you'll never even get on one Mm -hmm. to ride with somebody else and they said but you have a motorcycle and i said as of next week i won't and i honored that commitment to my kids for these many years Got right it. so back to the point i i don't like them and this is a tragic thing is it a rare occurrence that something like that happens a rare occurrence that it happens to someone who's iconic like a kobe bryant but here's the thing everybody wants to talk about you know you put you po- make a post about kobe bryant and you say this is tragic tragic loss and of course all the comments come in of people saying well, why don't we talk about our military heroes that have died? And why don't they get the, the MSN or mainstream news mm-hmm. attention and blah, 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 blah. And then they start, then all of a sudden there's a fight going on on social media over a tragic loss. And everybody knows what I'm talking about because you get on any one of these posts and you got all these people who are coming in there. Yes, they're making a valid point, mm-hmm. but I agree. I wish that we were doing more. And I'm gonna get into. I want to get into some of the comments that came back to me on a post that I made, okay? And I want to tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why it's okay for people to mourn the loss of Kobe Bryant. All right. But first, I want to ask you something. What are you doing when you put money in a 401k or an IRA or store jumper cables in your vehicle or purchase health insurance? You're preparing. 
You're preparing to ensure that you have enough money for retirement. You're preparing for when your car battery dies or you have assistance, uh, have to have assistance paying for a major unexpected medical bill. That all makes sense. The same common sense goes for building a food storage plan. I've done it. You're preparing for when emergencies strike and shelves go empty at your local store. And I trust and use My Patriot Supply for food storage. You should use them to make sure that you at least have a two-week emergency food supply. They've got a kit specifically for that. And right now, you could save 45% on the two-week kits when you go to my special website, preparewithchad.com. Each food kit contains tasty meals that last up to 25 years in storage. My Patriot Supply is going to ship them fast right to your door with a guaranteed two-day delivery. So act now so that you are prepared. Go to preparewithchad.com, preparewithchad.com. I did it. Steve just helped me load some stuff into the bunker yeah. the other day. Um, he's. Uh, I go into his garage, and it's full of these uh, buckets of food. I wrote my name on a few of them just, no, <laughs> just no. so I'm covered. And they don't stay in my garage, by the <laughs> no, way. No, they're not there anymore. They, no, they, right. they, but they, they, that's where they get delivered. So if you, case, if you want to come to my house, here's the deal. If, if the stuff goes down you're going to come to my house thinking you're going to get my stuff, one, I ain't going to be there. I got another place to go. And two, if I am there, you're going to get your ass shot. So anyway. What's the address of the place you're going to go? Don't you worry about it. Okay. I know the access code to the bunker. Glenn Beck's bunker. <laughs> Glenn Beck's bunker at Nowhere, Idaho, USA. Uh, so people post this stuff about Kobe Bryant. They're like, well, what about so-and-so? Good friend of mine. I just mentioned him, Craig Miller. Uh, they had a family member. She pulled out in traffic the other day and yesterday, got hit, T-boned, and killed. Why don't we talk about those things? Why don't we put, and I did, I put, you know, there was a, there was a soldier that we mm-hmm. lost over the weekend. I posted about that and put it up. I mean, and people were like, well, I don't understand why these people don't get, you know, the worldwide coverage like a Kobe Bryant does. Well, you have to remember, people feel like they know a Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. right? They feel like they know him because he's been in their household. He's been a household name. And in many cases, he's inspired tens of thousands of people to do something, to pick up a basketball, to, to work harder, to, to participate in something, or to go against the grain. And so it's perfectly good and okay for you to mourn the loss of somebody that impacted you in some way. Because you think about the world, and the world you are accustomed to has certain things in it and now that's some of those certain things are taken away it changes your world now if someone let's say in afghanistan loses their life that's important okay they died sacrificially and you know what i say in every show that we do our country is great because we got men and women willing to put on a uniform every morning with a willingness to serve sacrifice and potentially give their lives for our liberty all right, it makes our country great. They should be honored as heroes, mm-hmm. and I believe that we do many things to honor them as heroes. But we don't know them personally. They're not household names. So it's okay if somebody looks at a Kobe Bryant or you know whoever it may be that tragically gets lost and say, you know, I'm mourning this, this person who was a part of my life even though I may not have known him personally, and now that part of my life is gone. So chill online, folks. Just chill. Let people deal with the grief. Let people honor the lives they want to honor. Uh, you know, there was Coach Altabelli, who was very influential in several major leaguers' lives. Uh, and, you know, his wife and daughter. I mean, it's tragic all the way around, mm-hmm. something like this that happens. Um, so just well, chill it reminds online. You, and it reminds you that 
when we lose somebody that that has such a presence life is precious so yeah. everybody just kind of slows down a little bit yeah and 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 hugs their loved ones their yeah. children because this is now we you know his the mother of these children or well, you know that's right and a thing of the thing of this caliber of this stature in nature it reminds all of us because you know <laughs> Let, let me get biblical on you for a little while. Okay, the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. You realize that our life is finite. We have, as you said before we started recording, there are a limited number of days. When your day is, you don't know the, the day or the hour. You don't know when it's coming. You don't know what's happening. You know, I look, I'm a biblical guy. I'm a faith guy mm -hmm. in that regard. Uh, the wages of sin are death. The free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And... You know, I believe that there are those who will watch and say, well, sorry, I got to disagree with you, bud. Uh, I, I don't. That's fine. If you disagree, I don't I don't need you to agree with me <laughs> on everything. God knows I don't have this platform because everybody agrees with me. Uh, <laughs> but I believe that I believe mm -hmm. the wages of sin are death. If, if I owe you a wage, let's say let's say you come out and you mow my grass. Wouldn't everybody love to see Hot News Natalie mowing my lawn? That I would, would be, do it. Yeah. Would you do it for thirty five bucks? I would do it. I would do it for right. free. Okay. No, no, I'm going to pay you. Okay. I'll you're going to you're gonna work and you're going to earn a wage. Okay. All right. I'm going to pay you. How much? Now, what, what if I decided, well, he said 35 bucks. We'll see. It's negotiable. <laughs> going right okay. for my size yard. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but if I decided, if you came and agreed and I didn't pay you, well, we got a legal problem now because you worked for it you earned it and you deserved it that's what a wage encompasses and that's we've all what what have we worked what have we done what have we earned we've all sinned the wages of de the, the wages of sin is death mm -hmm. and look i'm telling you folks you get right however you need to get right i know where my heart lies i know where it stands and i know how i relate to other people and i know what my faith is if you don't have that so be it that's fine. But I'm telling you, regardless of what your faith is, you're going to die one day. Mm -hmm. So do what you need to do in this life before you step out of it. And that's exactly to your point. Hug who needs hugging. Love who needs loving. Say the things that needs saying. Forgive and let it go. And that's the takeaway, right? It's not about who gets honored in their death or memorialized in the biggest way. It's about life. Live your life. This is tragic. It's a tragic thing. I, my heart goes out to Vanessa Bryan. I mean, to lose a daughter and a husband in mm -hmm. the same event and the rest of these families. That's why I jumped online. My first thing is I said, you know, tragedies happen every day in, for inexplicable reasons to a lot of people. And today, you know, we we're reminded of that. So I, I know they're still investigating and uh, as to what caused the crash. I do know that's one thing that was brought up and something I hear all the time. I think JFK Jr. did it. And I'm not a pilot, but I know that a lot of times they they get confused. It yeah. was foggy, apparently. And so you start to trust your own instinct rather than in, than trusting the instruments, the instruments yeah. and that that may have come into play. <clears throat> and so he crashed. Uh, he just hit the ground because he didn't realize how close he was. That seems to be yeah. a pretty common occurrence in a human. I'm not saying that that was, it was human error. I know that the investigation is still pending, yeah. but I know that was brought up. And I think in the JFK Jr. situation, that is what happened. Yeah. Um, boy, that happens a lot where you start to trust your own judgment rather than your instruments. Yeah. And there was for that Sikorsky 
helicopter, there's only one pilot, which is very unusual for that model of helicopter. Okay. And he, he went over Burbank and circled for about 15 minutes, was going to land, but couldn't because there was too much traffic. So he waited. So then he started heading towards Thousand Oaks, which is where the, the Mamba Academy is. And that's like you said, there were reports that they said they told him he was too low mm-hmm. and he flew into the hillside. So oh, gosh. tragic deal. Too bad. Don't get on helicopter, folks. I just, for me, I don't do it. I mean, you know, God, God knows. I mean, people always call me the modern day Will Rogers for some reason. Oh, and by the way, we're meeting uh, with Will Rogers' family uh, in Bakersfield this weekend. They're big fans. Nice. And uh, of me or you? Of me. You never know. I get a fan. I have like two or three fans. I figured you could decipher the whole point uh, i have two or three fans chad's like i'm trying but to be humble but it's give me. us like some you know some will rogers stuff and so oh, we're out awesome. in bakersfield this weekend they reached out his granddaughter reached out mm-hmm. and so that was kind of sweet you yeah. know you're a big deal right uh-uh so you no. so the other day candace i think you'll appreciate this I was flying back from Vegas and I was in the security line and I heard a group of people in the security line yell, hot news, Natalie. And I was like, oh, I can never not wear makeup again. <laughs> I did have makeup on, but I was like, I for sure. Now that, awesome. that group, I was at SHOT Show. So that's kind of, yeah. you know, that's a that's like-minded our, people. That's our demo. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I, it just, I got a giggle out of it. And then another gentleman who actually gave me something to give to you, he, um, Anyway, it just it was crazy. So you're hawking my wares. Where's my stuff? I know. I actually have a couple of things to give you guys. I I meant I have a couple of things to give to you for sure. All of you guys. I have the herpes. Not shiftless. No, no, I didn't get that from Vegas. Yeah, the TDS. Shiftless. If you get the Trump derangement syndrome, you get that treated before it turns into full blown shiftless. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, but I was going to make the point. I said, you know, people always talk about the Will Rogers thing, which is an honor. I'm not a modern Will Rogers. I can't carry his underwear. But let me tell you something. He did die in a plane crash in Alaska with Wiley Post. And I don't want to. I don't. That's not particularly my. Especially when I fly 200,000 miles a year. Steve will be with me. Yeah, I'll be and others. (laughs) I've just kind of, you know, I've gotten used to that Chad Brather, modern-day Will Rogers, and others. Um, At least I'll be the number one and others. At least, you know. Someone told me it's safer to fly private than... No. Is that true? No. No no way. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. It's opposite. It's safer to fly commercial. Yeah. You you hear far more of of private going down. Correct. or, or, Or accidents happening. Um, now, don't get me wrong. It's nice. It's nice when you fly private. Ilan Omar, real quick, we'll touch on this because it's been touched on so many times. Oh, Ilan Omar. Did she marry her brother? The FBI is finally looking into it. Um, I think she's garbage. I think she's trash. I don't think she loves this country. I think she is seditious. I think she is treasonous. I think she is treacherous. I think there's a lot of adjectives I could use to describe her. Uh, but... Yes, yeah, so they're saying that whatever their findings are, they're going to share with Immigration Customs Enforcement, of course, ICE, um, and the U.S. Department of Education. Because if it's true, then not only did they use that to get into the country or get him into the country, but also on how she received her, what was it, her scholarships or mm-hmm. stuff or acceptance in the school mm-hmm. those things so we'll see how that thing comes out so you're saying it's illegal to marry your brother 
not Arkansas. <laughs> Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina. Let's piss everybody off. Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, <laughs> Southern Missouri, Eastern Texas. So it's frowned upon. Somebody commented the other day and said that I was obnoxious on this show when I was <gasps> doing my cookie Von Haven. <laughs> No, they said, you, that main guy's obnoxious. It's obnoxious when you do it in the car, I and I have nowhere to go. I can't get up and walk <laughs> out. Well, what's funny is he goes into his Matt Locke bill, you know, his co-host with Beer for Brunch. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, he goes into a full-blown Wisconsin thing, <laughs> and, and like I just hear him over there mumbling under his breath, driving the car. Oh, yeah. I can't read a text. <laughs> I, I cannot read a text message from Matt Locke without, doing it, without it. doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt's so loud. He's so loud. Big mouth Matt. Beer for brunch every oh, Friday. Oh, gosh. Uh, I, and I love people who, I, you know, I was thinking over the weekend, I have people who love to jump on there, and this guy sent me a message, and he's like, who's this Prather puss? You know, oh. you ain't no cowboy. You're a fake cowboy. Quit pretending. You know, I always get the fake. And I'm like, nowhere on anything of mine, on any that I know of, any description of me on any social media do I profess to be a working cowboy <laughs> i'm not i don't i don't i have mm-hmm. my heritage in some of that and i have some history with all of that but no today this day right now currently i have nothing that would legitimize me other than owning some animals that would legitimize my cowboy status so today. there you go folks yeah because you have in the past. I have I mean, in the past, but I'm not now. I've, I've made some career changes. Right. Right? So people, you ain't no cowboy. I, uh, okay. I'm kind of glad you're not. I might be out there stretching Bob Bar right now. I, mean, I really don't want I to mean, at I this I mean, I don't want to go out there and dig post holes <laughs> nope. right now. I don't want, I'm, you know, hey, I, no, but I still, you know. Yeah. They're like, oh, he wears a hat. He thinks he's a cowboy. No, I just wear a hat. I don't think I'm a baseball player because I wear a baseball <laughs> yeah, exactly. cap. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the hell you think you are, boy? Colin Kaepernick, you wearing them Nikes? <laughs> Sweet I mean, shit that- on a stick, son. <laughs> you wearing step back. You don't love America because you wear a Nike. Look at those boots uh, Natalie's wearing. What do you think she is? Whore? She's wearing- <laughs> yeah, that's. Whore Babylon. Look at them boots you're wearing. You, better, you ain't no whore. You better pray over me. You better pray over me right now. It's the truth, man. Shut up, people. You ain't this. You ain't that. Okay, why don't you and your 18 followers run on down to the Quickie Mart and buy you some smokes and chill the f*** out. Oh. Time so close. We were so close. <laughs> All I mean, right. listen, I've got so a boot. I was quoting scripture earlier. Well, this is not a biblical show either, though, right? It's not a. This is oh, just no, a Steve's show. Oh, Steve's in trouble. I, no, I'm in no, trouble Steve's all the in trouble. time. Let's talk about your troubles. That's uh, because Matt always refers to you as sexy Jesus. Yeah, he does. And Steve started getting messages from people, and I knew it was coming. I was. Well, I, I knew people it was going, coming oh, too. Steve, blasphemous. Everything. I've uh, about thirty messages it's from different people. Some Steve, on public but forum. In Steve's defense, Steve has never called himself "sexy Jesus." True. He's been called "sexy Jesus." Mm-hmm. Okay. So, chill out, people. Steve doesn't think he's Jesus. Nope. Or it sexy. Is. Yeah, either <laughs> no, one. It's he like thinks he's opposite. sexy. I'm, it's it means the total opposite of what he's saying. Exactly. And it's exactly. Somebody um, said the other day, they said, we just love it whenever we hear Mark chuckle off in the corner. 
Why is everybody so sensitive? Oh, they just are. Well, so if, so I have a boob job. Oh, does that make me a stripper? Yeah, could be. I mean, I have a feeling you strip every day. I do. At some point in time, I do. Maybe not for money. Well, this saying, you know, what if I was sexy Muhammad? Would they be okay with that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would piss off a lot no, more I, I've people. No, I've seen you actually in that costume. Yeah. <laughs> so, sexy Muhammad would piss off a lot more people. Sexy Francis. Se- yeah. Sexy it, BB. Sexy Ooh. Pope. Sexy, uh, sexy uh, Judas Maccabeus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's all kind of yeah. religious figures we can. Nobody in the room sexy knows Buddha. Judas Maccabeus, but me and Mark. So, that's yeah. where it is. Uh, Okay. Hey, China. Apparently, they're all dying. Uh, the coronavirus, the the Wu Tan is what I call it. Hey, this is this right here is real deep state kind of stuff, y'all. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, so China's been in a flux with all these protests and stuff, and yeah. Uh, so they're they're flying the uh, the head of the World Health Organization's gone to Beijing, going to have an emergency talk with the government about how to stop the deadly Wuhan coronavirus. I call it the Wu-Tan. Everybody gets mad at me. Stop calling it Wu-Tan. And all of a sudden, the protests in China have stopped. Yeah. Well, first of all, these crazy people are eating bat soup. All right? There is so much bacteria in a bat, and they're dropping it in hot water and eating it. Well, doesn't it just boil out? No. You should boil it out. No, have you ever seen a Chinese market? Yes. These, 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 but they've been eating these, that for millions and yeah. how many years? You're just making up numbers. I know. But a long they time. They have eaten a lot of stuff. Ours only 2,019 years old. They eat a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's true. But it's not sanitary. It's still not sanitary. And China is, is the biggest polluter on the planet. Mm-hmm. So they're not a clean country. There's too many people in the country. So they're sharing their germs. I mean, that's why they walk around wearing their masks and stuff. Because they're just so much just pollution. They live on it's top a, of each other. Just. It's a filthy place. I mean, if you go to uh, if, 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 I mean, parts of Hong Kong, I mean, the, the city just built rickety-rackety up on top of each other. I mean, they're just all on top of each other. So, I haven't been there. And so, so we were just in Seattle. I was in Seattle twice in the last month. And these people, you know, you can see a lot of folks that are coming over from Asia. I mean, that's a, that's a port of entry, right? You know, the airport and all this stuff. A lot of, lot of Asian community there. And that's where now that Wu-Tan's starting to show up. There's five confirmed cases of the coronavirus, the Wuhan coronavirus, in America. Now, remember, folks, that's not an epidemic. That's five out of 330 million. Okay, so chill. Maybe go watch the movie Contagion and get prepared <laughs> for what's coming. Don't get bitten by a monkey on a plane. And uh, what was that? That was Outbreak. Mm-hmm. So relax. They'll figure it what out. Is it? Don't you think, though, at some point there's going to be something that like takes out half the population? Listen, man, if, the, if, if, if they let out of the CDC some of the stuff they got in the safe there, Eek. it'd be done. Yeah, they've already got that stuff. Uh, there, there's, there's, there's mushrooms in the rainforest that if they that stuff got mixed up the right way, poof, we're all gone, dude. Uh, there's some things out there. The Earth ain't Earth ain't studying about us, as my mom would say. Ain't mm-hmm. studying about it. What is it? What is this fire? Do, do, can you? Is it like? Well, they're measles? trying to figure that out. Oh, okay. So they're trying to figure that out. 
but apparently they think that it's because and there are people like quit you know quit being racist and talking about us eating bats well stop eating bats man that's weird but they've they've shut down a lot of the country um and i will say this is one of the things that that i think trump needs to do trump needs to shut down some of the travel because back when the oh, no. the ebola thing was going on you obama know obama Trump actually came out and, and told Obama on Twitter, he said he needs to shut this down, shut down the travel. So, well, you know, if, if he believed you, it then, he needs to believe it now. You can't do maybe. that because that's, that's discrimination, racist. So they're extending the New Year holiday in China to uh, fight this coronavirus. So, yeah, they confirmed another one in Toronto. Uh, yeah, Cambodia's got it. Excuse me. I saw on the map there's like somebody like Indiana has it or Illinois or it was in the Midwest. Every time I cough, I'm like checking symptoms. Let's talk about this before we get out of here. So Donald Trump's Paula White, who's a who's a preacher. She's she's a Pentecostal preacher. <clears throat> that, that video came out and I watched it and I was like, I did an eye roll because everybody's like, oh, my God, she just prayed for satanic pregnancies to miscarry. I knew exactly what she was saying because I've been in these environments enough, mm-hmm. church environments. She wasn't literally praying for satanic physical pregnancies to miscarry. She was talking about the plans of Satan, these evil plans that are that are in, that are people are pregnant with these ideas that are going to bring forth, you know, these things. They're hatching schemes, so to speak. That's what she's talking about. She's talking about fighting the powers and the principalities of the, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. the whole Ephesians 6 thing. She's talking about, you know, hatching plans, not carrying literal babies. Mm-hmm. People lost their freaking minds over this thing. And they're like, oh, no, you're putting words. No, no, I, I understand church lingo. Mm-hmm. I understand Pentecostal church lingo. I've been amongst it, Which y'all. is strong. I've been amongst it. Like, Not for a long time. I've been amongst it. So I understand like their phraseologies that are out mm-hmm. there. So trust me, I'm a subject matter expert when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. I understand the phrase, <clears throat> the church phraseology. I know what's going on. Because she says, we declare that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs, that it will miscarry. It will not be able to carry forth any plan of destruction, any plan of harm. Mm-hmm. All right. So you hear what she's saying. Mm-hmm. No was an anal- of- is that analogy? Is that the correct term? In essence, yeah. I mean, it's euphemistic. But I'm saying, now I'm not defending Paula White. She, I, look, y'all can have all that stuff. I, look, when you got somebody up there shucking and jiving and preaching and praying, look, you do you. You do your way of worship. Uh-huh. And you, everybody's up there, you know, they're fawning all over that person. I don't believe in setting a person up on a pedestal because I don't, I don't like all that mm-hmm. i don't care who your church leader is don't put them on a pedestal like there's something that anybody else is not chad don't do that you're literally sitting on a pedestal right now no i'm not <laughs> no i mean literally i am I, literally yeah yeah but no you know chad i thought somebody about to shoot me in the back of the head or something i know like, no. you got a bug <laughs> on like, your back i look down i'm like the you're size actually of my hand a pedestal there is a red dot on your forehead <laughs> yeah chad oh my god you've been eating bat soup corona virus so you do you right she was using a metaphor and uh you know praying for evil plans to be messed up which there are evil plans sure there are 
Sure there are. There is sin in, on the earth. There are evil people in the world. But everybody wants to twist things and say, now, poor choice of words, yeah. Because, because what you have to understand is the rest of the world doesn't speak your church lingo. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this thing was blowing up, and I'm like, no, surely she didn't say what they're saying she said. And then I watched the clip, and I said, oh, okay, I know what she said. I know what she means. But the rest of the world doesn't speak churchese, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a different deal. It's poor choice of words. And, I mean, you know, look, I, I'm not a huge Paula White fan, but to each their own. Well, and pastors will try to get it, a rise even out of a sleeping congregation. I heard... One, of course, we one, do it right here. Yeah. I mean, I look like look. I could sit here and calmly and collectively, just you, you, collectively, I could sit here and just tell you the news. We could talk about the virus, and we could talk about Kobe, and we could talk about life and the Bible, and you know, crazy people online. Don't offend but that's anyone. That's so boring, right? You know, I like to I like to rabble rouse a little bit. You know, I like to Glenn Beckett. I want to Glenn Beckett up, Mark. Cry a little. Yell a little, toss them a cuss word here or there. My mom says, don't cuss today. And I'm like, it depends, mom. It depends. <laughs> She's like, no, it doesn't. You don't have to cuss. And I'm like, mom, and sometimes I have to cuss. It makes me feel better. I just have to say a word and be naughty. I quit drinking. I got to have a vice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I ain't quit drinking everything. I mean, you know, I still drink water and stuff. Yep. Coca-Cola. Hey, seriously, true true story this weekend. Our daughters came to us. They had gone to an after school. Their fifth graders, 10 years old, said, well, I know how babies are made. Oh, boy. And she's, I said, she goes, I learned a word. You're not going to be happy about it. And I said, well, what was the word? She said, hum. And that's how babies are made. And the boys give it to the girl. And so she said, hum. And I went, oh, I'm not ready for this. And it was a, hum. and then the other daughter said, I know how babies are made too. It's when a husband and wife go to the bedroom and have relations. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she goes, <laughs> and I went, no. And yeah. then all I heard was Joseph in a still small voice goes, and there goes the innocence. Yeah. And that was I it. I believe the children are our future. Ten years old. Teach them well and let them lead the but way. But we believe, when you talk about, we believe, and I'd rather them come to us about that and then just shoot it straight if they're already say, getting that when from they the come kiddos. To you at that age, now it's time to settle they down. Know, and, they know something's going on, that parents are going to the bedroom and having relations. Yeah, tell them the like truth. That. Exactly. So like you got to tell them the truth. So I, I, that brings up a great topic, and I'll end on this. Let's, let's actually end on this. So I posted a picture the other day. I don't know if, if I can find it. I'm going to show it. With a, at the March for Life rally in D.C., a huge turnout for that. Uh, and I posted a picture that Benny Johnson had taken. It was there, and it was a little girl, beautiful little girl, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little girl. And she was holding up a poster that she said, Mommy's favorite little clump of cells, which is, of course, something that people refer to as a, quote, fetus or mm -hmm. an unborn child. It's just a clump of cells. And here it is right here. I don't know, Mark, if we could see that or not, but that's a beautiful little girl. She's sitting there holding up the sign. And I had about 13,000 reactions to that on Facebook. I shared it, and people were mad at me for, for saying no. You should not involve children in adult issues. And if the left is, if we, if we say the left shouldn't use children for political messages, then we shouldn't either. 
And I said, this is different. And let me explain why it's different to me, to me. Now, you can disagree with me. Abortion is not a political issue. We've made it a political issue, but it's not. The right to life is something that we value, okay? It's a value system. It is a, it is a belief system. Uh, I know that children are going to be indoctrinated as soon as they start school with the world system. They're going to be indoctrinated with what the world wants them to believe. They're going to be taught a whole worldview, mm-hmm. okay? The fact that this mom's out here with her children, and by the way, the March to Life, there was a ton of young people at this thing, tens of thousands. It's a very young movement, which is exciting. Uh, But the fact that moms are teaching the value of life to their children, I think that that's special. I think that's a good thing. Um, Holding the signs, would I take my children out there to hold signs? No, I probably wouldn't on a personal level, but I'm not going to condemn anybody who does, right? Because I think you're teaching them the value of life. The world's teaching them. I'm gonna, I want to teach my children the value of a dollar. I want to teach them the value of correctness and politeness and, and how to behave in public. Mm-hmm. Of course, I want to teach them the value of life, right? I'm not telling them who to vote for. I'm not telling them if they should believe in Donald Trump's impeachment process. Right. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not, telling, I'm not talking about gun control with them. I value my guns. Of course, I'm going to teach kids how to properly, safely handle guns Mm -hmm. or be around guns, be in the presence of guns, what to do if a gun is presented to their presence and what to do. Why? Because I I value life. But I'm not going to take them out there and have them holding NRA signs. Right. I'm not going to do that. Right. And and so, you know, hey, if you're offended, that's that's on you. Uh, Look, I, I don't I don't me personally, I don't bitch about amusing kids. People are like, oh, you shouldn't use kids for political purposes. Why? Politics influences kids, too. It affects kids. Mm -hmm. And by the way, this whole March for Life thing, it's all about kids and the millions that are getting Mm -hmm. denied the right to life. So anyway, like Greta Thunberg, she can get up there and preach about climate science all she wants. But I get to make fun of her. Right. Right. David Hogg, he can get up there and talk about gun control all he wants. I get to make fun of him. Y'all made fun of Nick Sandman. Y'all made fun of uh, Barron Trump. You're still doing it. I, I don't care. I don't care. Fine. That's it. I have two 10-year-olds going to school learning about hum. I make fun of them. <laughs> yes. Make fun of my own children. My children get on to me. They're like, stop it. You're being mean. All right. We're going to get out of here. Hey, happy Monday to everybody. Tune in every single day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll give you Friday off. Candace, man, she's a, she's a driver, boy. She's a driver. She cracks it. Pow! Party time, Mom. Stay horned. We're going to be in Bakersfield, California on Thursday night. We're going to be in Visalia on Friday night. We're going to be in Reno, Nevada. Say it right. Nevada on February 1st. Oh, yeah. I've never been to Reno. Never been to Reno. We're going, man. We're going. Uh, Steve Helms is going to be with us in Bakersfield. Pray for us. The the Texas legend, Steve Helms. Does he have a band or something? Is he a singer? (laughs) I think he's a singer. Okay. Sounds familiar. Kelly and then went over to American Hat Company the other day and got a hat uh, and said, yeah, we're going out to Arlington to see Steve Helms tonight. And they were like, we wouldn't drive to Arlington to see Steve Helms. <laughs> 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 he can drive 10 miles to see Steve Helms. Hey, the Trump 2024 shirts 
are going out today. So if you yeah. ordered one and we have a hunt, we there's a bunch of them, Steve. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of hundred. I got to go pick them up and Yeah. They're going Save out. Save one for me. You said you would. Yeah. They're going out it? and we're, we'll have them. We'll have them probably for what another week. Media. We'll see. Uh so it's a limited time deal. Go to watchchad.com, check out the store. We got the hats and we've got the shirts. Trump 2024. Make sure you trigger all your peeps. <laughs> they were begging for them at our show uh, in Virginia. And oh, I didn't yeah, they were have, begging didn't for them. them. And they're fun. Hey, listen, uh, if you love us, if you love what we do, and you love conservative voices and free thought and free speech, go to blazetv.com, register, sign up right now. If you want to, you can even use our promo code CPS. I love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.